Hey everybody, welcome back to Spaceball. I am your host, Danny McGill, and I am here with my co-host, Robert Howard, uh, DJ, uh, never mind. I was trying to do a, a Trying to do DJ Hugh is what I was going to say, but I was like, nobody calls DJ LeMayu DJ Hugh. Nobody DJ says B. that. DJ what? DJ B. DJ B. Bobby. Oh, I was trying to make a reference <laughs> to DJ LeMayu, though, and I yeah, fucked it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you did great. Dude. This intro sucks. This is garbage. Great. No, no, you're fine. Uh, Yeah, this is great. We're so good. We're so <laughs> funny. Uh, and we're here to talk about America's greatest pastime. Uh, hey, you know what? I want to start off with something. Okay, start right off. Some great news I heard this morning. What's that? Baseball's not dead. Uh, I'm. This is the only thing I want to talk about this week. Number one on the Xbox Marketplace. Yes, you guessed it. MLB the Show. Huh. So uh, anybody who said baseball's dead, wrong. It just needs to be fake. And it's living yeah. longer than ever. <laughs> exactly. It just needs to be fake. It needs to put the dumb extra innings rule in for every single game. And for some reason, people will buy it. Just kidding. I turn that rule off because it's fucking dumb. It's great. And I like I like having it on <laughs> so I can win. <laughs> uh, you know what? If you're anything, you're honest. And I appreciate that. Have you watched any of the commercials for MLB The Show? I feel... I feel... I don't know. Okay. I'm kind of like... I'm disconnected when it comes to commercials in general, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Well, because like, they're on MLB TV during the during the uh, whatever the games, the streams they'll come on. Mm-hmm. And oh, for you, they do. I just go on streams and it'll be like, it'll, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it, well, it, sometimes it, it's weird. MLB TV, it just depends on it depends on the stream. Okay. So uh, if you're like watching ESPN you'll get one commercial and then it'll say commercial break. Mm. And then other times, usually local streams, it shows you all the commercials. I don't know why. It depends on who, like what affiliate is running the stream. But the commercials recently uh, with Tatis in them are just embarrassing, I think. (laughs) Cause like, I just feel bad for him. Cause it's, it almost seems like he doesn't want to be there. But he's is doing- it sort of like the CGI thing last year with Aaron Judge, where it was like Hulu has no, live sports? no, it's it's less weird than that. Yeah, because he's like, it's just Tatis, and he's just like, I'm sorry for inter. He's like, uh, I'm uh, with something about like, hey, apologize for interrupting your regularly scheduled programming. I've been told to apologize, which is like clearly a reference to the oh yeah, Grand yeah, yeah of course. But he just seems like he's not into it. He's like. I've been told to apologize. I've been asked to apologize for changing the game. Apparently, I've been breaking the unwritten rules of baseball. I'm sorry if things got too exciting, and this isn't the game that you remember. I I've been I've uh, in, I've changed the game, and uh, I I'm sorry if it's not what you recognize. I made it too exciting, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's clear that he doesn't he's like. That they were like, okay, Mr. Mr. Tatis, if you could stand in Junior, front of this. Junior, is it? Junior? Mr. Junior, if you could stand in front of this, this green screen and tell everybody how edgy you are, I'd really appreciate it. And he's like, 
Yes, I am an athlete on camera, and all of my personality will totally come across here. <laughs> but he's giving this dialogue like he's like 90s Sonic the Hedgehog. He's like, the game has been interrupted. I am so fucking cool. I'm breaking all the unwritten rules. I am El Nino. And then it ends, and it's like, good luck. And of course, and of course it's showing highlights where he's like, you know, knocking. He's like, yeah. And he's like, I hope you play MLB The Show 21. <laughs> Oh my god. I also can't like I can't get behind people being like oh like like I hope you play blank game cuz it's like like what the fuck Madden has never done that. Like I don't just actually, fucking... I don't know if he says if he says the name okay. of the game in it. I I think I just it just ends okay. with the title card so I think I projected that onto him. <laughs> but I was just saying though I was like why would they even get him in the fucking room for this? They should just play highlights and I was I MLB the show, if you want to fucking hire me, this is the greatest idea ever. They should have just played the highlights from Slam Diego and then yeah. had people on Fiverr or voice actors or whoever just go back and read the tweets that were all pissed off at them. Oh, that would have been amazing. Just like, these pieces of shit don't respect the fucking game. <laughs> and then it's just like, slam, slam. <laughs> just like, Did you see that, by the way? Because honestly, a majority of what I had seen on Twitter was just people like within, within that scope of things. I didn't see anybody Most people were totally caring. cool with it. And yeah, you're yeah. going to hate. Well, actually, no, you would, you would agree with me, actually. Most of the people I saw bitching about it were people in the AL East that were like, yeah. I feel like Yankees yeah. fans uh, saw some Red Sox fans. Uh, I didn't see too many. Like what I, I would say as far as for my experience, obviously you probably did see a bunch of Yankees fans. I like I saw like I honestly I don't even know, but for me, it was like pretty much unanimously. Like even I would see like Rangers fans were just like, oh, yeah, the Rangers fans dumb. were like, yeah, it's like it's fine. But, but I think that also that's the circles that you and I travel in. Yeah, like, true. I feel like every time I go to Reddit, for example, I go on our baseball and everybody is like, yes, we're totally in favor of all these things. But there's totally every time I see I go on Twitter, there's some dude with a Boston Bruins fucking avatar who's just like, man, they don't respect the game. They, yes, yes. They're yes, wearing all yes. these things that say Black Lives Matter. And I'm just yeah, saying, oh where's, my God. Where's, where's good old fashioned? Why aren't they playing short ball anymore? And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, I remember the one I did. Now that you say that, I remember there was one where when the first game of the year happened, uh, mm. one guy was like, excuse me. Oh, I don't know if I can be a, I was burping. Oh, oh I don't know if I can be a Yankees fan anymore. And I was just like, Hey, do you know who, do you by any chance know who Derek Jeter is or Reggie Jackson? <laughs> That's, um, yeah. Like, like just, just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Like you, you very clearly don't understand you're out of your element and just shut the fuck up. Like yeah. that's, I mean, I think that there was partially like people who are baseball traditionalists mm -hmm. and then there was like undercurrent layers of like, I'm mad about politics, especially last year before the election. And oh, yeah. Also, fuck the kids. There was just oh, like, yeah. So I, I definitely saw it was like maybe one in 10 people. But I was just yeah. saying, I think a better ad campaign would have been having somebody actually read all those angry tweets or all those angry comments on whatever website. I think that would have been way funnier than having Tatis be like, 
I am so excited to play baseball. And then just, but instead have, you know, anime voice actors be like, this piece of shit thinks he's better than the league, doesn't he? <laughs> have that fucking dude, what's that YouTube channel? Have that dude just come up and uh, voice D? it. No, well, Prozy D would be sick. Prozy D would be good. <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking, um, uh, not cinema sins, but like similar to it. Like the it was way it was like 2009 or 2010. I can't remember the I can't remember the name. Doug Walker. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other people <laughs> like cinema sins. No, Spoony like one. The, uh, the guy was like, oh, uh, honest trailers, honest trailers. Oh, honest trailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. like in a world. And you're like, okay, all right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, MLB, if you want to hire me, I have great ways to integrate yeah. all of the personality of a player without having to get them in a room with you. Yes. Uh, dude, that is the... I don't know what it is. I know we're going to talk about baseball eventually, but I just want to say, athletes on camera in a studio is one of the worst things ever, every time. Yes, yes. It's like, I mean, you know, there's that, there's that trademark awkward one where it's A-Rod and Jeter and they don't know how to talk on camera. Uh, what are they on the squawk box or some shit? And, but dude, even there was one with JT where he's uh, on MLB Network when... The MLB Network commercials are by far the worst ones where they're always like uh, MLB Network. Like everybody, when it comes to baseball or other sports, tries to be like ESPN's old funny commercials and they just mm -hmm. can't fucking do it. There's uh, I think it was the MLB Tonight commercials. It's always somebody and they're like, hi, I'm Joey Votto and you can see me swinging a home run 400 feet over the fence. And then they're like, I forgot the dude's name, but he's like. Hi, I'm Mark Markelson, and you can see me breaking down that sweet swing every night on MLB Tonight. And then there was one where uh, JT <laughs> JT just goes, Hi, I'm JT Real Muto, and you can see me behind the plate for the fighting fills. <laughs> Mark Markleton. He's got, that's like literally their Is it Mark DeRosa? <laughs> no, Mark DeRosa? no okay. because the Mark DeRosa one drives me crazy. MLB's old MLB Central is their show. It's uh, him, Robert Flores, and then uh, what's her name? I don't remember the other girl's name. But the only reason I, no, yeah. it's not sexist. The only reason I don't know her name is because she has a normal name. In the MLB Central course, she used to go, uh, Roflo, D Row. And I was like, nobody calls Robert Flores Roflo. Nobody calls Mark DeRosa D Row. Fuck yeah. off. Nobody ever. You do not see Mark DeRosa walking around Chicago and go, yo, it's D-Row. Nobody says that. That's a name you made up. You Fuck know what's off. cool? Nino. N Nino's fine. Nino. No, no, that's what I mean. My point is like, you know what's cool? Nino. You know why it's cool? Because it's Fernando Tatis Jr. Y'all are not cool. Stop fucking doing <laughs> I mean, I that. I like Mark DeRosa. Kind I don't. Of. I like him. I like him. But it's but just like, like a clearly a name nobody ugh. had for it. Like so. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, getting into baseball. Uh, I was watching last night's uh, Phillies Mets game. They had Jimmy Rollins on to be a commentator, and he is J Roll. He's always been J Roll since like two thousand two. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because that's what people call him. Nobody Even A Rod. Like, I don't think A Rod is cool, but A Rod. Yeah, A Rod, because Dave Niehouse gave him that name. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It, but like, so our other, uh, uh, and we have Tom McCarthy, who has been going by T Max since like 19, 
fucking 99. That's not true. Probably not yep. that long. But I know what you mean. Uh, but then we have Ruben Amaro, and nobody nobody goes, hey, it's Ruby Jr. Nobody says shit like that. Like, that's a name that you would have made up. Nobody calls Robert Flores Roflo. Nobody. I fucking guarantee no. you. Not even. No. That is something that somebody wrote five minutes before they had to voice that script. <laughs> Let's just make sure that we get them, give them the anyway. And they'll be central. If you would also like to hire me and fire Robert Flores, I'm around. Uh, I have nothing against him, but you know, if you're looking for, you can call me uh, uh, Mick G. I don't know what you, uh, you know, I'd say Ritz a guy already, actually. That's a director. Whoops. We talk, we talk baseball here, ladies and gentlemen. We talk, we talk baseball here. Bobby, how's, how's your baseball week been? My baseball week's been pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, Yankees um, are on it. They're uh, seven and three in the last ten, which is the best record in the MLB. Uh, which the White Sox and the Astros also hold as well. Although I think the Astros, no, the Astros won three to one today against the Rays. Mm-hmm. Um, feels good. Cool feels with that. Good. Yankees are not last. That's cool. Um, Bats are coming alive, and yeah, I mean it's fun. I've I've still been watching. Like I, I've kept up on Phillies Mets. I've kept up on um, Padres Giants right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the Reds Cubs uh, once again. Another team Reds uh, benches clearing. Cool. Um, guarantee you like Castellanos. I heard he got another suspension for doing nothing. Just kidding. That's not true. But, uh, the benches did clear today. It looks like Javi and Amir Garrett got into it, which mm-hmm. I like Amir Garrett. He's, he plays with fire. So does Javi. So yeah. Javi ba- uh, I was like, I always think that I'm saying it wrong, but it's Javi Baez, right? I think it's Javier Baez. Yeah. 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 That's but, how I've always said it. And as we yeah, and as yeah, we yeah. know, I'm the name expert, as I clearly <laughs> dis- displayed five seconds ago. Jason DeGrom. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I said that. That's like that's like last year. I during one podcast, I kept routinely referring to uh, Stewie from Family Guy as Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you that's how you know that you like did it didn't get ingrained well enough no. it's just like no fuck it um Jason DeGrom. <laughs> i should make a character in mlb the show named jason DeGrom. <laughs> <laughs> make him the worst pitcher in the world <laughs> yeah he's a double a pitcher like never moves oh up. yeah oh yeah but he's you know like, what he's, he's like uh, he's content with his life and you're fine with it oh man what was uh uh jeremy giambi yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off about your... No, uh, you're fine. Um, You didn't cut me off at all. Um, I was going to say, when it comes to that, I got a couple gripes with umpires this week. Oh, who fucking doesn't? (laughs) Dude, like, as as a Phillies fan, I can understand you being upset. What I will say is the first... The first... I think... And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that the pitcher's interference happened earlier in that day with the with the Brewers and the Marlins. I think. And then later that night, that is when Genesis, excuse me, Genesis Cabrera. Yes, yes, yes. So So, even before that, I guess this would have actually been technically recording time at the end of last week was the Jerks and Profar Dodgers 
uh, catcher's interference game. Yeah. Uh, was that? I thought that was their. F- yeah. No. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I think, think that was the. Yeah. Because that, that, that was uh, Clayton. That Kershaw's was the bullshit game. swing with Kershaw. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 And we I think we touched briefly on that last podcast. Yeah. But, but I was going to say, I think that started the trend of, man, the umps have been like not just bad because umps are always bad, but have been making calls that are like weird. You just like it's it's just like uh, for me, I just look at it and I'm like, are you fucking trying? Like, that's kind of where sometimes I've they been. are trying. Sometimes they're trying too hard. They're yeah. being so unnecessarily yeah. into whatever it, they're doing. Like just just so like inept at certain times. Like so for instance, we didn't talk about this previously, and you and I had talked about this, but not mm. on the podcast. So Braves Phillies, when it came to replay, we had I had like a huge issue with it just strictly because the purpose of replay is to get the call right because of certain like they 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 initially when it was first created which i believe it was created in 2009 i think actually the first time it was used was the world series when it was phillies red yankees and a rod had hit a home run but they called it a double and then they i think it was against i think it was game three um but uh so that had happened and then from there, they like home runs. They started to expand it because of like ridiculous calls like the the 29. I think it was two that I didn't say I didn't mean to say 2019, 2009. Um, I think that also the Padres, no, 2008, but Padres Rockies uh, Rockies shouldn't have won that game and went to the World Series. Like, and then that would that was the catalyst to them going to the World Series. I'm pretty sure that uh, the player didn't even touch the bag but anyway just to just yeah, a little bit of background that's the the classic meme he never touched the bag. yeah and my thing with the, with replay is that the the braves phillies game i believe it was braves phillies my whole thing is just that like they could they easily have that like they easily are able to just like check the replays check all of the angles in in New York, where I feel like this would be a thing to me, it seems kind of wild that like they would have they wouldn't have like six monitors with like six different angles just because it, as a wrestling fan, I've seen like behind the scenes. And again, I'm you I feel would know more than I would as far as inside of a, some sort of like a, a studio or somebody developing yeah. when it comes to footage and stuff. But I would assume that they would have like multiple different angles of that, like on there that they would be able to just be like, all right, rewind this, rewind this, et cetera, et cetera. Take a look. Um, That's basically my issue with replay is that they're always just like, it's always, it's always like, oh, well it's New York. Who's doing this. And it's, it completely takes it off of them. Was that you are upset that they have to overturn a call on a field. Whereas if they send it to New York, you think they shouldn't take what the initial call on the field was like in mind at all that you think they should just yes. start afresh. Yes. And I think that while I, and I think that, um, and obviously you can rebut your point uh, yeah. in a moment, but what I think is that in that particular moment, when you are challenging, whether it's in football, baseball, what I think those are the only two that I can recall. There might be other ones that have challenges, I'm but I don't sure there's other ones. I don't think I, there is in hockey, but I could be wrong. Basketball either, but there's tennis challenges actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, I would say that might be the case, but either way, um, 
I think that you've already established as a manager that when you challenge someone, you you don't you don't believe that their call is right. Right. So at that point, my my whole thing is just how the rules are written in that there has to be 100 percent certainty that this person has like they, they, there has to be 100 percent certainty that they have they, they overturn this call and yada yada. But my whole thing is that like. If you like if you consistently and even in the early Baltimore, Ra- Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Orioles, New York Yankees game, mm-hmm. like there was a play where it wasn't game changing and that like the Yankees still ended up winning seven to four. But like DJ LeMayu absolutely got uh, I think it was uh, what's his name? Ryan Mountcastle. He got him out at first. And the, the rule is that. And it's kind of a goofy rule, too. But the rule is that the glow, the ball does not have to hit the back of the mitt. It just has to be entering the mitt in order for that to be counted as an out. Sure. It very clearly hit the mitt at that point. And again, I know I'm bouncing around, but my whole thing is that if that is the rule, then you should then just go by the rule at that point. I do agree that like. You're going to have shouting matches with umpires and you're like, regardless of the calls, whether they're for or against you. But my thing is that if 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 we have like John Boy able to just be like, here's three, here's three video or here's three angles that I can easily choose and just look and be like, hey, this person didn't touch the bag or hey, this person is clearly out then at that point, I feel like MLB should have more tools than a dude who's on YouTube who has like 100 million subscribers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he has 100 million. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, a million. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I mean, I don't disagree that they should have better tools. I don't agree that they should not take the umpire on the field into account because having worked in a broadcast studio, yeah, where there's multiple cameras and stuff, I can definitely tell you that more cameras does not always mean that you have a better picture of what the fuck is going on. Mm. Uh, So, like, I think that there should be some weight given to what the umpire on the field says, because he's right there. Like, I think and I I don't know how to articulate it inherently, but not inherently, but but I don't know how to articulate it to the best of my ability. But what I mean by that is that the rule states that 100 percent like it can't just like it's not just the the ruling at that point. My whole point is that. Excuse me. New York is given like a smidge of power in this regard. That's not true. It does not no, say no. 100 percent. It says there must be enough evidence to overturn it. Not 100 percent, but there must be enough evidence to overturn no, I'm pretty sure that it says 100%. I'll pull out the MLB rule book. Yeah. Because it does say, not because say there's no way it says 100%. <laughs> they don't they don't use numbers in the rule book. Well, I mean, they do. Well, they might, I don't know. Maybe they do actually. Knowing, <laughs> knowing baseball, they probably do. But like my whole thing is that like that's that is where the ruling for me is an issue in that like it 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 has to go through that particular process and it's like if you're challenging already 
then that's that's the case right there is like obviously you know what the call was on the baseball field football field etc but the thing is you're completely reviewing it as a new play like that's that's kind of that's where my like that's where my logic would go is that like you give these you give these managers you give these coaches challenges they should be just that it shouldn't be like like they should just make that ruling at that point that's kind of where i'm at and i've always had that like that stance whether it be challenges in football or baseball um but yeah that's that's kind of where that that's where i lie with that but um I don't want to gloss over this to talk about the other stuff, but I just to to not give you a second. But the phrase yeah. they used in 2014, and it might have changed since then because I know that there's been stuff changing every year. Is they used uh, indisputable video evidence is the yeah. phrase they used. Um, what I and just to clarify, I've heard this on the Yes broadcast. I've heard this on ESPN, and I have heard this on the Mets broadcast. And I will say I, the Mets broadcast can kind of be iffy um, just because of, uh, but again, regardless of that, that's like, that's what I've consistently heard at that point um, is the 100% overturn. I mean, all of that. So I, I just think that, I don't know. I think there needs to be a call on the field. I think there needs to be, because otherwise everything gets sent to committee they'll just review it every time well again like challenges in general you only have two or you only have one or two of that so like if you like if you it's just like in football like if you if you lose them then you rather if you lose them and you lose the challenge then you don't get it back or if you get two of them then you get one more yeah but i feel like the thing is that having a call on the field that you need to overturn is a sort of skin in the game concept where it's like, okay, do I want to slow the game down for 20 minutes for something that I'm that looked so close that it might not be worthwhile anyway versus something that's egregious? You can review that and you'll get that call back. Whereas like, yeah, do I, am I really going to fight over the ball was halfway in his glove versus the ball had touched the back yes. of his glove? And yes. that's where like I think that, and I hate umpires. I'm not trying to defend umpires. But to say like, I think that we shouldn't pay attention to what they say. We should just go to the cameras is sort of like to obfuscate what they do because like somebody who works in video cameras lie way more than the average person. Like I know that umpires suck and it's a game of opinion, but like, yeah, cameras are way worse. Cameras are literally made to lie. Just to be clear. I'm not saying like, again, this is my whole point of view is that, again, these are limited things. These are not something that like Aaron Boone or or Joe Girardi can't just be like, hey, I want to challenge that. Like after they've already done said thing. Yeah, but I'm so, saying like, that like, I just feel like you can say like, I want to challenge this and to not take the I the like viewpoint of people who were on the field like. And, and this is what the example I gave when we talked about this before. Is You're like, saying that you don't want to also undermine umpires in like their umpires, calls on the field. Not umpires, just people who were there. Like we've had, we had this conversation before and I said, it's come out before where somebody says this happened, this happened. All the camera angles that MLB has show this happen. And then a fan has something from like a camera phone in the stands that shows, yeah, yeah. oh, actually, when you're sitting in right field and you're five feet away from the 
outfielder, you see that that's not what's happening at all. Even when you have all the MLB cameras, it's not always obvious. Yeah. So, like, that's the advantage of having an umpire on the field or even other players or whatever is that, like, they're a foot away from what's going on. Yes. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't re-review it, but to say, like, well, we should not take into account what they say when you send it to New York. It's like, well, then why the fuck are they even there? Because, like, that's their job is to tell you what happened right in front of them. Yeah, but I and I, not to beat this point to death, but at the same time, the whole point for me is that it's not even necessarily like and I mean I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but my whole thing is that you already don't believe that umpire. You are and that, that that's that's the whole situation for me is that I don't think that and maybe I'm maybe undermine isn't the correct term that I'm looking for here, but I I think that in general, when you're given those, when you're given those rules, when you're given those guidelines of you have this many challenges to do this many things, you can go through it and do it that way. When they are situations like, like that Phillies game or that Yankees game or, Oh man, there was another one that oh the the, the Jerickson Profar one as well. Yeah. Obviously, these there the certain ones, excuse me, certain ones carry. I hit my mic. Um, carry different weight. Like the Yankees Baltimore one didn't really, in the end of the game. It didn't really matter. All it did was just make somebody's ERA go up. In the Phillies Braves game, that was a massive change. In the in the Dodgers Padres game. It was really inconsequential, but it just kept Clayton Kershaw out there for like three more pitches. It obviously it differentiates and it depends for sure. But my whole thing is just. The whole purpose, it it just it's getting it right. And consistently, we have seen that MLB reviews have weirdly not gotten it right. Or the Mets Phillies game where now I think about it, the Mets Phillies game where uh, they said that so and so leaned in. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he did, but like that—that that in particular too. It's weird to me that the rule book states like and that's and like that's where the umpires kind of get into a bit of a like a hodgepodge of just like, well, we can't do anything, but like if you want me to see if it did hit him, then sure. Like that's kind of where the rules are super iffy to me too. Um, and it's not something that like. I don't inherently have the answer for it as far as like what, how to go about it aside from just fucking get the call right. But that's kind of like where I'm at when it comes to that is just like, if you very blatantly see that somebody is leaning into a pitch, then I mean, I don't see why you can't just be like, that's out. The rule book literally clearly states that a player cannot lean into a pitch that is within a strike zone it is considered a strike yeah if you get hit and if you lean into it but again i not i was saying unless you wanted to talk more on that topic, no i mean i, was, I, I mean like i just disagree with you I'd, yeah yeah but that's uh, fine yeah, yeah that said the issue really none of those have been the issue this week like yes, the issue yes. has been entirely just umps calling stuff that is unnecessary that even if you have oh, yeah. review could never be fixed. Oh like, yes, for sure. 
just to give backgrounds on the umpire fiascos of 2021 yeah. so far. Uh, so we had it started with the jerks and Profar catchers interference, and then we had uh, yeah, I guess it was the, I guess it was the the Brewers Marlins. Yeah, sorry, Brewers Marlins. Uh, yeah. with the idea that the uh, pitcher ra- somehow had an interference by getting to the bag before the the base runner that he like invaded I remember, the base runner's personal space yeah. or something. And the thing is, when you're a base runner, you consistently dictate your base running path. It reminds yeah. me, truthfully, of 2019 uh, World Series Astros and Nationals when that uh when when um oh heck alex bregman yeah. uh third baseman for the astros threw the ball it was either him or correa it was so it was an infield throw but they had thrown it to first base and it was a really fucking bad uh like stretch by yuli guriel yuli guriel's first baseman isn't he yeah Not a catcher uh yes his brother, I think, is catcher. Okay, you froze for a second, but then you said his brother is a catcher. So I'm I gonna, think I I'm think it's follow you here, isn't it? Uh, I think Yuli's first. No, Yuli is sorry. No, uh, Lourdes is not catcher. He's a outfielder. Lourdes is an outfielder. He's right? a left fielder. Yeah, but um, oh shit. Either way, first baseman for the Astros, whomever that may have been. I'm dumb and don't remember right now it's fine um he made the stretch and i remember trey turner had had designated his base running path and that was the whole thing where what's his nuts like the the manager dave martinez had just had fucking heart surgery like Mm -hmm. a month or two prior and he was like going off and going absolutely crazy um but anyway the whole thing with the like with the the interference in general, like it has to be that you, the pitcher runner or like the pitcher fielder, whoever impeded upon the runner's ability to get to first, which yeah. is not the case. It was not the case no. in this particular instance. And like I I remember watching that video and just being kind of flabbergasted just to like what is going on yeah and then he Um, never left the he never left the grass which is the argument people were saying is how could he impede the base path he never left the grass yeah like yeah so like for me that was and i also laughed at trevor bauer making fun of that oh yeah where he Um, where he like threw the ball and ran away because he was like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get it. Uh... The umpire was like, like giggling. But, you know, on the inside, he was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but. um, But, yeah, so that was the first instance. And then Phillies game, obviously. Well, the Phillies game was that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Genesis Cabrera. Yeah. Genesis Cabrera. I can remember which Cabrera it was. Uh Miguel Cabrera yeah, came Miguel out from Cabrera first base. Came and- out and punched <laughs> Bryce Harper in the face. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Genesis Cabrera came out and uh, he he didn't mean to do it, but he nailed Bryce Harper in the face with a 95 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. People love that. Everybody was so into that. And so scary, dude. So the thing scary. is, here's my complaint: was this that. 
I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he needs to be punished. But the the umps, if they if umps really give a shit, if they actually care and they're just doing lip service, if the MLB really gives a fuck about players not getting plunked, they should have immediately before Bryce even got off the ground, they should have said, "Warning, warning! Nobody throw any more balls." Because even if it's an accident, there is going to be retaliation for that. Yeah. They didn't say anything. Immediately, Cabrera comes out and hits Didi. Again, totally on accident. You can tell in the video, he's like, motherfucker. Like, he, he's so pissed yes. off at himself. But he should have gotten the warning already and then immediately gotten ejected. Instead, they give him the warning after that. And then everybody in, in the world is pissed off because the, the, because of the three, the three batter rule, he can't be pulled out yet. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, this is the three battle rules fault. No, the umps should have already ejected him. They have they, they can eject anybody for anything. They, they As we saw, they ejected Joe Girardi for much, much less. They ejected Joe Girardi for being pissed off at the situation. So they should have ejected him immediately. <laughs> yeah. Andrew McCutcheon is pissed off because he has to go up there next, and he doesn't want to get hit, too. No. He's yelling at him, and he goes, you got to go, bro. You can't stay here. And then like, the umps come out and warn both benches. And that's what pisses Joe Girardi off. He's like, who the fuck are you warning both benches for? And then he says, you got to eject him. And then instead he gets ejected uh, in by the umps. It's, the whole thing is just stupid. Like, like the umps should have ejected him. If, if you hit two guys in a row, like whether it's on purpose or on accident, like somebody needs to tell that guy he can't be here. <laughs> yep. No, and I um I remember I think John Cruck was on the broadcast booth. Um and John Cruck was just like he was and just to be clear, I, how I believe it goes is that it, I know it sounds weird, but umpires and I, I guess this is me defending umpires here. Umpires can't like unceremoniously eject somebody because consistently you will see and don't get me wrong would it have been unceremonious had they done that after the second batter i don't think so but what i believe that's why they had that little powwow that little get together just to be like hey fuck like we should have issued a warning or something like that beforehand like and that was where my my issue with the three batter rule came into play is that Poor Mike Schilt, because now he has to sit there and be like, fuck, like we don't we can't pull him out and we obviously want to. But like we can't now because like now we have two base runners on the fucking field now and there's no outs, I believe. There Um, is no outs. You're right. Yes. And so for me, man, like I I felt for him in that regard. The thing is, the umpires got together and they were like, well, fuck, I mean, there wasn't intent. That wasn't intent. So we can't sit here and just say like, hey, it was the first pitch of the at bat and the the pitcher clearly was upset about it. Also, shout out to Bryce Harper. That dude took a fucking 90 mile an hour pitch to the face. And then later on in the night was like, hey, what's going on? I'm good. Yeah. Like, what's up, Instagram? What the fuck? Yeah. Anybody wants to play Fortnite um, tonight? Let me know. But that was kind of where I saw them being in a pickle. And again, if it were me, I'd have been like, all right, warning, warning, we're good. But 
unfortunately, that's not something that they can do, at least to my knowledge. I agree that Joe Girardi saying you should have fucking thrown him out and then he got pulled was dumb. Like, and that what what really was affecting me as a not Phillies fan at all was that they ejected him, and then the other umpire tried to lead him out of the fucking. He tried to lead him out of the the the, the baseball field, and I was like, "No, you don't get to do that." Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He's like, not a fucking child. He, a he gets to bitch. Like, yeah, he gets to be pissed. I also laughed and also agreed with him when he said, "Throw the ball over the fucking plate," because like. And they and they that, like they zoomed in on the that John Boy video. They zoomed in on the batting or the sorry pitching coach. He goes, "Leave our pitchers alone, Joe." It was it was Schilt, dude. Oh, was it Schilt? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Leave our fucking pitcher alone, Joe." But yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, I like uh, it was an unfortunate incident, and I, like you said, I don't think that there was intent by any means. You can obviously tell. I don't but, think there was intent, but that said, it. I my frustration is people saying, "Well, you can't unceremoniously eject people." Uh, yeah, they can. They do it all the time. They do it all the time for way less. They ejected Ichiro yep. Suzuki for saying that was a ball, dude. They fucking ejected Ichiro, who has never gotten in, in an argument with an ump for saying, "Hey, that was a ball that shouldn't have been a strike." Very it reminds politely. me of yeah. It reminds me of DJ uh, in 2019. The whole famous like our 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 guys are savages in that fucking box. Yeah. That whole video, it reminds me of like John Boy's breakdown and you like DJ is just like who never talks. DJ LeVay, who never talks at all, doesn't argue with anybody, just looks at him and goes, whoa, Brennan, whoa, that was way outside. That was way outside. (laughs) My my argument is, hey, look, if an ump wanted to, nobody would question. I mean, they might question and reasonably so, but nobody would be surprised if they had ejected uh, Yenis' Cabrera for going like. Yes, that, yes. If, if, if something that's the thing called a ball and he thought it was a strike and they did that, they would have ejected him. No problem. But they don't care because it, it's not insulting them. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes, I mean, umpires have the thinnest skin. Yeah. But my whole thing is that. And at least I believe is that the umpire, like you said, the umpire can see fit to eject whomever. But a majority of the time you can't argue balls and strikes. You can't argue this, that, or the other thing. So, well, then nobody was arguing that, that he happened. got hit. I think everybody yeah, was aware exactly. he got hit. If you want to call yes, New York and yes. have them check the cameras, they'll agree with you yes. that he got hit. Nobody was arguing. Uh, yeah. And it shouldn't matter. It, this is, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm completely on, I'm completely on board with you at that point. Like, I don't have any, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's incorrect. It's just that they didn't. And they fucking should have, like I said, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was unfortunate for both because again, DD DD didn't get hit in the arm or the foot ribs, right in the ribs. And like, that's 95 to the ribs or 88 or however much the pitch was like, yeah, no, I like, I can't even imagine. Um, and then of course, uh, the last one that, um, the last one that had just happened was tonight. Um, the it took me a second. It took me a second to remember what it was. Um, but tonight, yeah, it was the McCutcheon base base bath one, and that like I I saw that and I'm like, dude, are you guys even fucking trying? Yeah, McCutcheon. Like, so I'm sorry. Bottom of the bottom of the seventh, McCutcheon's running from first to second, and they have 
they're trying to set a Mets are trying to set up a double play, and the uh, second baseman reaches out and McCutcheon kind of swerves to dodge it, but he never like runs into the grass or anything. He just kind of goes around his arm. And then his feet don't move. His feet don't move as far as wh- like like they are still doing the same movement mm-hmm. that they do, like that they did at the beginning of the running of the uh, from first yeah. to second. And so Pete and then the the umpire is like, sorry, you're out. You ran outside the base path. It was like, yeah. dude, come on. And then the thing is, like, I guess umpires only care when you're running in the middle of the base path, because I know because people all the time when they like on a triple, they'll go. They'll turn, they'll do the like loop at second to line up to run to first. And that's definitely running out of the base path. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. nobody gives a shit because you're, I guess you're not in the middle of a play. I mean, I mean yes. you are technically, but you, you're not in the worried of being tagged out. I don't know. I just thought it was stupid. I just thought it was like umpires have consistently weird and difficult like things to follow at that point because like. Man, people complain about Angel Hernandez, and rightfully so. Like, you have consistent <laughs> issues with. Did I did I name the wrong did I name the wrong umpire? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> a different Angel or Aaron. Okay, I'm sorry, I was, I'm sorry, Aaron Hernandez. You said Angel. In my head, I heard Aaron Hernandez. I was like, I was like. That said, Wait. Angel Hernandez might have killed somebody too. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he killed plenty of people's baseball dreams, but oh man! But yeah, no, that was our ump talk, and just uh, just bottom line, just fucking get it right. Yeah, yeah. All of us backseat umpires know exactly what's going on at any given time, and we're all very yeah. good. Uh, yep. And again, yep, yep. MLB Central. If you're looking to hire somebody who can talk so intelligently about uh, baseball, oh, you can talk to me uh, right oh, here. Oh, oh he's talking. And uh, anyway, <laughs> any other cool shit happened this week? I don't feel like I feel like baseball this week was good, but I feel like I don't remember it. <laughs> like I, I've, been, I've been watching way more baseball this week than I have last week, but I just don't remember anything except for the things that pissed me off. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, the most notable things that did happen were that Joey Votto hit his 300th home run mm-hmm. last night, which was tight. Uh, Joey bats. Hell yeah. Um, honestly, there's not, I know that Vladdy jr. Had his first three home run game. Yeah, one of did. which was a grand slam, which was, I mean, fuck the Jays, but it was cool. Um, I nope. We don't have any love in our house for any of them. Um, but I, uh, I had to think for a moment. I was like, Baltimore, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa. Okay, I guess my brain for a second was like, who do I hate again? <laughs> yeah, um, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, also, shout out to Frankie Lindor, who completely understands uh, why people are booing at, at like when they're New York fans. I don't personally condone the, the booing stuff. It's annoying unless you're like, excuse me, playing incredibly bad. But uh, also, don't throw baseballs on the field, Yankees fans. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you guys are idiots. I didn't mention it last week, but I needed to now. Um when he was just like, yeah, I mean, I understand why they're booing. I'm playing bad. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I, they want results and I'm not giving them results. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. That does make sense. And 
I don't know. I've never been one to be like, I feel like I'm on the outside when it comes to being a Yankees fan, because like I will just get pissed at like, I'll get pissed at like certain calls that like a manager will make or like, dude, Jesus Christ. They like Aaron Boone is like playing the long game with like Aaron judge and Stanton because he'll be like, all right, you guys will have like a day off and then you go and do whatever. And it's like, dude, there are designated days off Mm -hmm. like in April. What the fuck are you doing? Like they need to get into a rhythm. Look at Aaron judge right now. Giancarlo Stanton is on an eight game hitting streak. Yeah. Aaron judge within the last, within the last 24 hours has had fuck. I think 10 RBIs. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he is so is it 10 home run grand slam and then two. So like eight or nine, but either way, that's, that's a fuck ton, especially considering how like the Yankees hadn't been scoring very well. Like when it came to the, when it came to the, in April. Um, but dude, uh, just understanding why people are booing is like something that like athlete, some athletes just like don't get. Yeah. And you know, what's been actually pretty interesting. I think in this most, re- I mean, I'm sure other players did it in the past. I know, but is to just see them respond to hecklers kind of with like a, eh. like that's why I thought that one of Mike Trout, that was so funny that they were asking about call of duty. <laughs> uh, I actually want to talk to you a little bit about standings. I guess this is we're at the very end of April, very beginning of May. We're recording this on May 1st. Oh, standings. standings. Okay. Cause you're talking about, uh, people uh and sort of how the yankees have been doing i want to go through because i'm i was reading the standings before we started recording and some of them actually really quickly i I did actually want to bring this up so go ahead some of them make no goddamn sense to me so first up who is first place in the al east oh it's the red sox how what the fuck did they do last year we were clowning on them because they were fucking bankrupt what did they do that I don't understand? I know they got Kike Hernandez, and I think they picked up two pitchers, but like I don't know. I mean, they got they got Adam Adovino from the Yankees. Yeah. Um, but like nobody really is like super of note. They, I mean, they got Alex Cora back, and he mm-hmm. is a good manager. Like, and the thing is, in 2019, the Red Sox, like they they. they the main thing is that Mookie Betts is gone. Yes, I agree yes. 100%. They still have Xander Bogarts. They still have Devers. They still have J.D. Martinez. They still have um, uh, They still have Alex Verdugo. Mm-hmm. Like, they have all these players. They have a good offense. Um, I, I can't remember their catcher, but uh, he's good, too. Yeah, I remember last year, he at one point, he was, like, number one catcher uh, for a time. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't think like, here's the thing as a Yankees fan. Do I think that they are for real? No, I don't. I like, I, and rather, sorry, as a baseball fan, as a Yankees fan, fuck them. But like <laughs> as a baseball fan, I don't think that like they got swept by the Orioles first game, first series of the year. And then I believe they swept the Rays, who are now in the bottom. Christian of AL Vasquez East. is their catcher. Christian Vasquez, thank you. I was gonna say Santana, or I was gonna say, um, uh, 
Garcia is what I wanted to say, but I would have been wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 because we even clowned on him at the, on like our first podcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. At least I did. I did. But, but, um, I think that they still have a good offense. And like, if their pitching is good, like if Chris sale is back and they have, uh, like they're, realistically dude they're kind of like the yankees and then it's like garrett cole and then whoever the hell else yeah um what i will say is that higashioka might end up being the the lead catcher continue yeah like like starting catcher um which fuck it i said that last year i I thought i mean i i mean not it's just age i think it's just age i you know we're getting you mean in maturity no, I mean, just to be clear, Higashioka is 30 and Gary Sanchez is 27. Higashioka is 30. Oh, never mind. He just looks young. Yeah, I thought that I thought uh, don't he get me was wrong. Like, I, I will absolutely say I thought he, I was, thought he was younger. Oh, yeah, shit. I thought he was younger. Well, then never mind. I'm an idiot. OK, you're not an idiot. You wouldn't have known that because I didn't fucking know that. Well, they literally were like, oh, he turned 30 this week. And I was like, no, I literally saw a picture of him last week. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he looks pretty young. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah 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 no but i mean he's he's been playing very well yeah. i think that gary is in a slump and like he played gary played today and i'm pretty sure he he i, I think he got a hit i'm mm-hmm. not 100 on that but it's just it's just a matter of consistency i think that gary wants to work to that but again fuck me talking about the yankees we were talking about standings so the boston red sox yes it looks fucking weird yeah i don't i do not disagree with you whatsoever and then you have the blue jays right behind him who are I mean, they're, they've had the weird off days at the beginning of the season, so they're behind in games. Uh, they're 13 and 12 as of today, like five minutes ago. Uh, oh, did they win? They just won. They had a, a okay. bottom of the 10th. They got a run in. Um, okay. And then in the AL Central, we have Kevin. Or What the fuck am I doing? I almost said Kevin Mahomes. Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals, owned by one Patrick Mahomes. Why the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Who is Kevin Mahomes? Uh, I mean, maybe you were thinking like I was gonna I was gonna give you a benefit of the doubt, but Kevin Kiermeyer plays for the no, Rays. No, it's so. not it's not Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't know where that came I from. Know. I know. One Patrick Mahomes, Wait. uh Kansas City Royals. Maybe was thinking Kansas Does he own City. them? He owns like 30% of them now. Okay, I know that he played. No, no, he his get dad drafted played. to them. Didn't he get? Didn't he technically? Isn't he like Russell Wilson, where he got drafted to oh, them? Oh, he got as drafted. But I don't think too. he got drafted. Was it by the Royals? I thought he got drafted by the Sox, the White Sox. Might have, but I no, no, he just, he just bought into them because he's in the Chiefs now. Yeah, 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 of course. But uh, no, uh, he. But anyway, he owns some percentage of the team. Uh, they're yeah. sixteen and nine. Yeah, man. Whit Merrimer is very good. Um, I think that I mean, obviously, it's not just him, but yeah, I mean, like what the thing is, we were kind of spoiled last year in that, like. For some reason, for some weird reason, Mm -hmm. everything shook out last year the way that it absolutely should have in that, like. There was no surprise team excuse me, that made the postseason. You know what I mean when I say that? Like, like the White Sox wasn't a surprise when you looked at it on paper 
when it comes to Jose Abreu. I think Astros was a surprise, not for the reasons it should have been. I think that was sentiment that a lot of people thought that they would totally bomb because they were losing a couple pieces and because of the post-cheating thing. But yes, yes. I, uh, <clears throat> on paper, I thought they were still a good team, but that clearly they turned out to be a lot better than we even expected without the cheating. So it was like... I mean, uh, realistically... If it was a regular season, they wouldn't have even made it. Neither would the Yankees. Probably. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think the, expanded the Yankees playoffs would have. Are saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I think the Yankees would have. I think they were they were above. Oh, no. Never mind. Never mind. I'm dumb. Anyway. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Royals are. Uh, we will see. That's the that's my whole thing with with people complaining about their teams and like doing good or bad mm. or what have you. It's like people don't understand. Like last year, yes, it was sixty game sprint. Yeah, everybody's this, worried. This is a mar- this is a marathon, yeah. buddy. It's a hundred hundred and fifty sixty two games. White Sox also doing pretty well, fifteen eleven. Uh, not shocked by hey, that. Look, all I know about the White Sox is I like Tim Anderson. <laughs> yeah, Tim Anderson, Carlos Rodon, mm-hmm. or other Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, reigning MVP. Um, uh, I believe. Oh, fuck, I think he's gone actually, but um Michael Jordan? Yes, yeah, he's gone. Ye- yes, we, uh Yesmir Rodriguez? Fuck. I, no wait. I'm I oh, I've man. said this before on the podcast. The AL Central is the most is the conference I'm most unfamiliar with in all of baseball. I have no idea what's happening to the AL Central at any given time. Uh Never. Your mean Mercedes is who I'm referring to. Your mean to. Mercedes. Yeah, yes. that's a kick-ass name, dude. Hey, man. Oh yeah, that's your he, mean he Mercedes. Was, he was. Uh, it's also a possible sentence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, <laughs> it's a phrase. Uh, but um, no, yeah, like the the White Sox. I'm not surprised by them. I fully expect them to take that that division. The Twins are bad. Twins are bad. And I only Did know that because of like, their, their every week they're in the MLB highlights, but they're not highlights at all. No. For the Twins, they're always lowlights. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. AL West, uh, home, of, home of MLB's greatest poverty franchises, is fucking awesome right now. It is, I mean, well, I don't know. Because the NL, the NL West is also great. But it's some of my favorite baseball to watch. First of all, the Athletics are 16 and 12. That's awesome. They were 0-7, right? They started the season 0-7? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started out, Pretty yeah, sure. seven-game loss, and then they had, I think, a 12-game 12 12 win streak. Uh, and then, right behind them, I guess Astros are technically in second place because of head-to-heads, but tied with the second-best record uh, are the Astros and the Mariners, 15-12. Uh, Mariners beat them. I'm pretty sure the Mariners won the series against them. Didn't they? I think they won this most recent series, but I think they have two series together now. So hmm. I I know that on the Google sheet, Astros are listed as a, as ahead. But okay, okay. Uh, no, 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 I think fine. I think there is there Astros are technically one game ahead on head to head games. Uh, and then, like I said, dude, once May hits, I apologize really quickly. Go ahead. Once May hits, Seattle is like, oh. We aren't a good team anymore. I know <laughs> like, that they're going to be like that, but I'm fucking holding that hope. I hope they aren't. Honestly, I, I I prefer to watch when Seattle's good. I would love Seattle win the World Series. I said that before. It'd be, Say it again. They would be. I would take a Seattle cool. ring over a Philly ring. 
No, oh, you're being kind of crazy, nah, Griffey. Yeah, but, I mean, Junior Junior isn't on the yeah, fucking team. Yeah, but it's just like. it's just so cool to me. Uh, yeah. Angels are a perfect 500 right now. Uh, they've got amazing players. Uh, yeah, two of the best players in baseball. Um, yep, three honestly. Yeah, I guess three now. Uh, Albert Pujols is there. <laughs> That's not who I was referring to at all. <laughs> I know. Who was I referring to? Uh, uh, his name slips my mind. I am. I don't know why Juan Soto went to my head that he's on the Nationals. Yes, um, he, I mean he. The person I'm referring to was previously. I know. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, Anthony Rendon. Rendon. Thank you. Yep. Um. He also has my one of my favorite interviews pregame ever. I think I've talked about this before, but they were just like like the the sports uh, the the interviewer was just like. How do you how do you guys expect to uh, beat the Astros tonight in Game Seven? And he was like, "Well, you see these baseballs, like this baseball bat. What happens is a ball comes down, and like he pitches the ball to us, and then we hit it." Yeah. And I was like, "Beautiful." Anyway, okay. Switching to the National League, who is? I'm asking you. Don't look at don't look at the standings yet. I was looking at the capture. You're good. Who is in the lead in the NL West? San Francisco Giants. Yes. Fucking what? <laughs> yep. It's Gabe the Talkman Kapler, effect, my guy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Kapler, in my opinion, was always a West Coast. He uh, is. West he is a West Coast, Coast manager. I agree. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, dude. They're they're that's an awesome conference to watch. Literally everybody but the Rockies is good. Giants are sixteen yeah. and ten, Dodgers are sixteen eleven, Padres are fifteen and twelve, Diamondbacks are fourteen and twelve. It is kind yeah. of insane that I have literally been harping on how the Padres are like the best team in baseball. And I stand by that. And they are the third best in this division. That's how fucking I mean, good this division you, is. You, you got to keep in mind third best in record only because the thing is there's injuries that both the Dodgers yeah. and the Padres are currently dealing with. Cody Bellinger wasn't even available for the Padres game. Mm-hmm. And you, I would say the Padres also had some pitchers they that, had, were, yeah, that were injured as well. So like... There's not like like none like the, while these series have been fun and chaotic and fun as hell. Uh, I think I said fun twice, but regardless, um, they also aren't fully fully not representative not of everything. But I just I if yeah. you said like they're interesting. Was this they're say, interesting. If you said to me like, hey, Danny, who is the best team in baseball? On paper, I would say probably the Padres or the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, and those those people aren't even in first place in their own conference. Or, I mean, they're yep. a division, I guess. But uh, it, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then in the NL Central, we have the Brewers. The Cardinals are both winning uh, winning seasons. Brewers first place 16-10. Cardinals 15-12. Uh, and then we have Pirates, Reds, uh, and Cubs. And then in the Classic, the NL East... Who's in first place in the NL East? Uh, I don't know the song, but it's the Mets. Wrong. It's the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, really? I thought that the Mets were... Okay. No, no, no. They won tonight, didn't they? They did win tonight. But because of wonderful numbers magic, they're technically still in third place because they are behind on games. <laughs> so their win loss is 10 and 11 and our win loss is 13 and 14 
Oh my gosh. So that's hilarious. Because they missed those games. I was thinking that they were positive. That was the that was what I was thinking. Nobody is positive. We are first place in the fucking division, and we're still negative. NL Beast, baby. NL Beast. You know what's so funny is is uh I was my dad showed up to the uh to the condo yesterday. We were working on stuff as you can see behind me on the video version. Uh there's a shop back behind me and the chop saw and stuff. Actually, chops all gone. But beautiful. Um, my dad came over and I turned the game on. He just goes, "Man, Phillies are fucking up, aren't they?" <laughs> and it's like, and you looked at him and you were like, "Dad, they're in first. Yes. Well, that's, no. I said, I said, you would. I said, Dad, you would think that because he because it said that on the broadcast they're like the Phillies are. This was a couple days ago. It's like the Phillies are twelve and thirteen. And Dad's like, man, that sucks. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're in first. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you, I, I, and then we won that game, and I said, we are now in first place in the entire division with a perfect five hundred. And he was like, that's so stupid. That's so Phillies is what he should have fucking said. <laughs> no, because Phillies would be would be if we were in first place. Phillies would be if we were in first place uh, with a four eighty one thirteen and fourteen, and then we were in last place with a winning record. That would be Phillies. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. That is very fair. Uh, Dude, what the fuck? The NL East, I've said this last week, but the NL East is the dumbest fucking conference known to man. I fucking hate it. I, I don't even that. like being a part of it anymore. This is stupid. <laughs> even when it benefits me, I, it sucks. You know what? Now that I'm back into baseball, I don't give a shit about the NL East. Yeah, I decided I'm a Reds fan now. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> that is some torturous shit <laughs> yeah. that you're putting yourself through. You just went from one Pete Rose team to the other. <laughs> <laughs> He's not around. He, Pete Rose can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> He's gone now. <laughs> Pete Rose is like, I won't hurt you. You're not 17. Did you ever hear about that? No. Oh man, that was classic. I heard about the 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 booby lady. Classic Pete Rose. Uh, what's her name? He, uh, you know what? I'll have to. I want to pull up the details before I misquote Pete Rose on how awful he fucking is. Uh, but anyway, so I know about the woman of baseball who was like a. Uh, there's like a whole thing about it. I can send it to you. Okay. Uh, it's from baseball doesn't exist. No, no, I have no idea about that. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. It, Pete Rose is an idiot. He he wrote a uh, he wrote a book where he, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to point out you cut out for a moment and then I heard Pete Rose is an idiot. Pause. He wrote a book. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't cut out. That's what I said. No, but like there was a massive pause in between that. And it was just like, so is he an idiot for writing a book? Well, he's an idiot <laughs> for what he wrote in the book. I mean, he's oh, an idiot man. also for doing it, but he's I an know, idiot know, for also yeah. writing it in his book. Long oh, story man. short, Pete Rose. And I know that because I almost went to Pete Rose was going to get inducted to the Phillies Hall of Fame. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a wall, a wall of fame and left field, I think. Um, so, you know, we've got all the greats on there. Mike Schmidt's on there, all this stuff. Pete Rose <laughs> had not been inducted and there was going to be a ceremony in like a month that was like, hey, Pete Rose, we invited you on down, you and a bunch of other people that were inducted to the Phillies Wall of Fame. 
I mean, maybe a fucking week before he, <laughs> he's supposed to come. He gets sued. Because <sighs> he, he wrote this book and he'd had an interview. Long story short, he admitted to having a relationship while he was on the road with a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> and then after he said it live on the radio, he goes, wait, wait, wait. What I meant to say is that I didn't do that. And then people were like, yeah, you did. And you've just said it multiple times. Like, like he just is like, it was just something that he thought was cool. That he's like, yeah, dude, I was 30 and I was sleeping with a 16 year old. All the, all the girls thought I was hot, even though I was old. And then they're like, hey, it's 20, it's 2014. You shouldn't say that out loud anymore. And he goes, I never said that. It's like. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, dude. the Phillies canceled his Wall oh. of Fame ceremony like a, like a yeah, couple I weeks. Mean, yeah. Cuz they were like it was such a fucking and it was again, such a Phillies move to be like, "You know what? We don't give a fuck about the gambling. Pete Rose is the hit king and we're glad to have him on the Wall of Fame." So what he made some personal mistakes. So what he's a giant asshole. You know what? This is Philadelphia. We love mistakes and we love giant assholes. We're going to have Pete Rose down here. We're going to put his name <laughs> on the fucking wall. And then one week before, there, he's like, I also slept with a 16-year-old. They're like, okay, so we don't like that. You know what? Philadelphia, <laughs> we're pretty fucking terrible, but we're not, we're not okay with that. Uh, or at least we won't be for the next 10 years. Then we'll remember that, you know what, you're Pete Rose and we'll be on the fucking wall, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just like people getting pissy about Kurt Schilling not being on in the Hall of Fame. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, like. You know what? Not to get into that. That's, that's I suppose, a topic for another day. But. If 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 Hall of Fame is strictly about accolades and what have you, yeah, put them on there. But if these if if you have the Hall of Fame and you have these writers who feel that there needs to be a certain uh, a certain gravity to how you earn it, maybe maybe a certain responsibility that you have within yourself to carry yourself mm-hmm. as you know better than just I'm a baseball player, then that's on them. Yeah. I saw like I saw um uh Dallas Braden like complaining about how Kurt Schilling wasn't being put in the Hall of Fame because of like his actions and him having to do with the Capitol riots and all of that stuff. Uh the insurrection. But Kurt Schilling didn't he also and- admit to using steroids? <laughs> No, he was actually incredibly. Uh, no, vehement. I don't know. I'm he thinking was, the other yeah. guy, uh, Roger, Roger Clemens. Clemens. Yeah, the, Roger the other Clemens. Piece of which shit. Roger Clemens also didn't admit to doing that. He was on a report, and then he ended up winning the case because um, of like false testimony mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, I know Andy Pettit testified against him, and he was pissed. And Andy was like, "I don't give a fuck. I do, I only took HGH because I was I was told that it would help me recover." Like I and I also wasn't told that that or something along those lines. Um, Not defending Andy Pettit, by the way. I don't know. I'm just literally repeating what he. Yeah. Well, not literally, but I'm 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 uh, paraphrasing. But. um, 
But yeah, no, uh, Kurt Schilling, everybody had issues with. He had like the bloody socks. So a lot of Yankees fans mm-hmm. were like putting on their tinfoil hats and being like, see steroids. And I was like, that's not where you yeah, put yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the well, fuck? Look, all I'm going to say here is that uh, Kurt Schilling is on our wall of fame, which I think is equally as horrendous. Uh, now, admittedly, he got not inducted in 20. 20- oh, he's on the Phillies. Phillies one. I was like, I thought you were talking about the Spaceball Hall of Fame. Oh, like, no, 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 no. He's no, not on no. mine. Uh, he is in. He's he's on the Phillies Wall of Fame. He got inducted in 2013, admittedly. So before he came out as a total nutcase. Uh, yes. However, we shouldn't have him on there because he had already expressed some really controversial views, such as uh, he was in. A, he like played EverQuest, I think, which is by the way the scummiest thing you can do. Uh, so. And then he made a video game, and then yeah, oh yeah, I guess this bankrupt. was after that came out too. This is after Kingdoms of Amalur. Fuck yeah, we shouldn't let that guy in at all. Uh, I remember I purchased was like good. I purchased the the remake, and I was like, "Does excuse me?" I asked somebody like, "Does Kurt Schilling get money out of this?" And they said no. And I was like, "All right, I'll yeah, buy no." It. The and then state I bought of it, Rhode and I was Island like, "This game took all the rights from." I was like, uh, and I was like, "This game sucks." And really? I I like that it. game. I I couldn't I couldn't I, I mean I I bet it was great I but like that I, game. I don't I haven't played it in a long time I played it within the last year and I immediately refunded it uh, and was like mm, I would also like uh, to say 2017 was the year that we decided not to induct Pete Rose uh, and they chose to not induct anybody fuck off yeah that was the same that was this year too no 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 I'm sorry I mean the Phillies. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. They were just says no inductees, and then it says notes, see Pete Rose. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, yeah, awesome. Pete Rose sucks, and uh, I'm not gonna become a Reds fan, not because of Pete Rose, but uh you know what? <laughs> but yeah, bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, uh standings are standings fucking are weird. crazy and Pete Rose sucks. Uh Kurt Schilling yep. also sucks. Pete Rose, Kurt Schilling sucks, uh, Roger Clemens Roger sucks. sucks. Andy Pettit, he's fine. Uh he's fine. I'm fine with Andy Pettit. And you're fine with Andy Pettit now because of that uh, that thing I sent you. The if you haven't listened to the Malcolm Gladwell thing on Andy Pettit, check it out. Uh, no, 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 no. I never had an issue with Andy Pettit. Roger Clemens was the one I didn't fucking like. Andy Pettit, I was just like, oh, I mean, he did steroids, yeah. and then it was like that whole situation. Dan, you know, what, for you, yes, you had a hand. In Thank this. you. Um, no problem. Um, but uh, no, I, I like. I never found Andy Pettit to be like a god among men. No, and every and a lot of Yankees fans are just like, oh boy, I mean, like five rings, right? And I was like, yeah, he wasn't even like I don't he think never he was started ever the ace for that. Like David David Cohn was the ace, and then Mike Mussina was the ace. Andy Pettit played, and he played decent to okay. Mm-hmm. He has five rings, so he's doing better than me. But like. I'm not like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's what that's always like an argument that I find so fascinating, whether it's video games, movies, sports, what have you, where like somebody doesn't have that means that I win the argument when they're just like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, talking about how Andy Pettit is in a very yeah. good. I'm like, in my unfinished super great condo, uh, as you can <laughs> yeah. see, I'm doing really well. Uh, speaking of people who are gods among men. It's time we do our new monthly segment, which is uh, Baseball Mount Rushmore, where uh, once a month we're going to pick a category of people to build a new Mount Rushmore to. Uh, so I think, I don't remember what you, this is Bobby's idea. This is Bobby's a, a segment producer here. What did you want the first one to be? 
I was just saying uh, current players. I, actually, let's say Mount Rushmore of the 2010s. Oh, the 2010s. Just happened. Okay. Just happened. You know, I figure why yeah, not? We just ended the 2010s. Great decade, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Per, per, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So the greatest <clears throat> players of the 2010s. And is it like Mount Rushmore where we're limited to four? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think that seems OK. All right. OK. Greatest players of the 2010s. All right. And how I would say what I would say is my criteria for this is most impact, um, most consistent. Like when it came to baseball, you I was going to use the same word again, but when it came to baseball, you you couldn't not hear about these people or these players. Um, Are we talking about this is my question. Are we talking about people whose biggest impact was in the 2010s or could they have finished their career in the 2010s, but their impact been earlier? I, in my mind, imagine like were you, Albert were you, were you thinking Ichiro? I was oh, thinking okay. Ichiro actually Ichiro. also yeah, yeah. in there, but like Wilson <coughs> is another one. Um, I think I think in 2010s in general, like I, I figure the best players of the 2010s, not like I wouldn't for me, at least I wouldn't count Pujols or uh, like. I, well, okay. This is obviously your like you have yours, I have mine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, unless unless we're unless we're combining no, no, and this is the space ball. I think we each have. There's okay, two mountains okay. here. Yeah, Twin yeah, Peaks. Yeah, right. we, yeah, we got two mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> I got okay. what you're saying. Um, but, uh, I'm gonna watch that now. Um, well, I was referring to the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I figured, but <laughs> but like, oh, you Twin think I'm Peaks a film major, which head. means I watch good TV? No, today I watched Naruto and ate baked beans <laughs> while thinking about restaurants. <laughs> I figured we just end this podcast now. Um, but uh, Naruto, I did do that, but no, I, my, I'm not saying that you didn't. Um, don't keep admitting it. Uh, <laughs> Everybody but, needs to know. <laughs> Bush's hickory baked beans. I would I would uh, just say for me, uh, people that I think impacted the 2010s the most, um, people that when I think of the 2010s in baseball, mm-hmm. this is who I think yeah, of. Um, I agree with that. Okay, yeah. well then you go first. And give me your give me your four. Okay. Um, I would say. <sighs> Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to explain. Yeah. Uh, Madison Bumgarner. Um, <sighs> John Lester. Um, and nobody from the Yankees. Well, no, no, I can't. I would say Jeter, but I can't. Yeah, barely the 2010s. He also, he also like wasn't oh, 2014, but like he also didn't have like the greatest. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A Rod. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, he defined them kind of in a certain way. Poorly, very poorly, but he did. Um, you could theoretically say he defined the 2010s because even after he left the Yankees, he won't shut the fuck up on TV. Uh, dude. Um, and your guy, Bryce Harper. Okay. I would, I, you know what? I was going to start off. I'll agree with you on Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. And I, although I wouldn't say my guy, I really think that his stint with the Nationals was kind of like you, like 
You know, I used to disagree with you when you said that, and I think I do still disagree with you now, but when you said that Bryce Harper was the most famous baseball player, I think 2015, you'd be right. He was unavoidable back then. Uh, And it was, when you're the most popular, you're also like a consistent... The most hated. Like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, more or less. Most hated aside from from your own fan yeah. base, and even then, when you don't produce, you get everybody rabid. Yeah, go ahead. And I, I was just gonna say, you know that that uh, I wasn't even really into baseball again until about 2017, 2018, and yeah, even I could not hear about Bryce Harper. Uh, I remember hearing my roommate like telling me when we got like the Phillies signed him, and the contract was insane. Uh, yeah, but I think Bryce Harper, I think, uh, I think Mike Trout, obviously for, I mean, only got to beat hit Bryce Harper's contract. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I would say Albert Pujols actually, the more I think about it, like, you know, cause I mean like, look, his production hasn't been great clearly since like 2016. He won a ring, but you, still. He, you know what? He is still Albert Pujols. Like, even yes. though his span of greatness was really more like mid to late 2000s to like 2011 like that was when he was on fire yes. but i mean he's still producing like fuck uh yes and i think if nothing else his impact on the game is he lasted through the 2010s his longevity is nuts uh yes and i don't want to just do offensive plays i guess i should do a pitcher i would say zach Grinky. I think Zach Greinke really impacted the game in a weird way. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a fucking interesting. Dude. I think that he's like because like, like I think that you could say um an, a pitcher that's more obvious. Like, I think I think the more obvious choice would be Jason Degrom. Uh, would be Jacob Degrom. Uh, I I actually put two. I mean, Jake Degrom is definitely a good one for that. I um, I mean, you could also uh. Verlander, Justin Verlander, is somebody absolutely. that you could have brought up, or even Clayton Kershaw. Um, I feel like Clayton Kershaw, you know, Kersh is definitely up there. I, th- I just want to point out the reason why I picked uh, John Lester and Madison Bumgarner. I totally agree Both with Madison Bumgarner. Actually, Madison Bumgarner having three rings, John Lester having two, and also being a part of teams. Well, Lester was a part of the 2013 Red Sox that won. Mm-hmm. And then 2016 Cubs that broke the Cubs. Like I had to, for me, 2010s are defined by like, this is kind of how I see it in when the Cubs curse ended and then before. Right. Like that's kind of how I see 2010. And you know what? Even in that sense, I could say, I could see an argument for even like Jake Arrieta. Yeah. 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 And like, the the thing for me is that like John Lester kind of carries like he wasn't around for the he was around obviously when the Red Sox finally got their swag and they were able to win 20 2007 2013 and then obviously he's got three rings Mm -hmm. um but my whole thing was that um excuse me I felt like I had to pick somebody from the Cubs and like I think that there and this might be me forgetting who the fuck the roster was for the Cubs. So I apologize for any Cubs fans who might be listening to this. 
But for me, that was the most noteworthy pitcher or noteworthy person because Lester was a part of two different franchises that had like so such long, arduous, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like like issues when it came to just not being able to get it done. The Cubs finally doing that. And the thing is, again, the Cubs also like. I mean, like Anthony Rizzo, maybe, but again, Anthony Rizzo wasn't like from beginning of 2010 yeah. until then. And I wouldn't say that that's necessarily a prerequisite, but I think that um, like Madison Bumgarner had been playing since since before then. Um, uh, 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 who the heck did I say? Bryce Harper and Mike Trout had been playing since before then. So like these guys all kind of encompass to me, like discussing 2010s Um, selfishly. And also for me, justifiably, I thought about maybe Jose Altuve Mm -hmm. or Justin Verlander, but I was like, no, because it and it, it, it. it's uh, Justin Verlander is a bit more of something that you could argue for. You know, I think actually in a weird way, I'm going to stick with Zach Greinke for a moment for I'll tell you in a second, but I think honestly, it feels weird not putting one of the 2017 Astros on there because that has kind of weirdly defined the last four years of the 2010s is like, yeah, we just won't shut the fuck up about the Astros. Like, even if you don't like them, it's because you hate them. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, a, um, but, but just to be, just to be like, what do I want to say? Just to be clear, when I think Mount Rushmore, I'm also thinking like positive, if that yeah, makes sense. I, mean, I, I, I understand still think- where like you're saying like the Mount Rushmore should be positive. In my eyes, I guess I'm also seeing it as, like, people who defined an era because, like, you can make a lot of arguments for, like, Thomas Jefferson not being positive. Like... Fair. That's fair. So I think that, like, it's saying, a new ta- like, That's a new take on Mount Rushmore, man. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's totally new, totally original. I'm Nobody's just, ever just, complained about Mount Rushmore <laughs> before. Uh, but, like, you know, I think there's a lot of people who say, like, you know, hey, actually, if you think about Teddy Roosevelt... You know, there's the good and the bad that he's I mean, absolutely should be there because he defined an entire era of United States foreign policy. But there's actually your uh, opinions on that. Can wait. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I wasn't going to make an opinion on that. I was literally just going to going to say there's the like one of one of the episodes from the season of Invincible. Uh, it's, it's Doc Seismic and there's Mount Rushmore behind him. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, all of these people are slave traders and, and racists and blah, 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 blah. And somebody interstitched the, um, somebody interstitched the line that's like a meme from, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier where he's just like, He's out of line, but he's right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's good. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's in, but, in that sense, I could see somebody actually adding uh, an Altuve or even a Correa or, or a Verlander to that list because of the fact that they are kind of villainous, but also made, you know, shaped baseball in their image in a weird way. Uh, yeah. The reason I was I can I can I could deal with that. The reason I, mean, I was yeah. going to say Granky, though, is I think that Granky is 
maybe the beginning of the like there's like stars like there's Bryce Harper, Mike Trout stars, and then there is like characters. And I think Zach yes. Granke really changed how people think of like both pitching as like a sport and also like baseball personalities. Like, the, like first of all, he inspired every pitcher who's come after him. Like, I don't care if people say like, no, he didn't. Like, dude, you look at Marcus Stroman and he's clearly doing things that Zach Granke was doing in like 2008. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There is this uh, baseball doesn't exist. I actually did a great video about this where they he lined up uh, pictures of Marcus Stroman's pitches with uh, Zach Greinke's pitches from high school. And it was kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But, you know, I also think that his personality just has be- become like just to not be like to not to not be a baseball guy. Like to like when people interview him and they're like, what's you know, what are you, you excited for the game? And that fucking one that blew me away was him going. Yeah, I don't really think about baseball much. I'm playing a lot of World of Warcraft. And like that that's but that's now the default. Like like I was making yeah. fun of oh, Bryce yeah. Harper earlier for being like the guy who plays Fortnite all the time. Or like making like Mike Trout being the I play Call of Duty Warzone guy. That like the only time you cared about somebody outside of their sport, it used to be because of their politics or because of some terrible controversy they did. Like Nope. Or or Mickey Mantle just getting dome like uh, in the back well, of the stadium. Fucking cool as shit. Mickey Mantle's the uh, coolest, but like at the same time he was probably racist. So I'm like, ah. I mean, d- d- yeah, <laughs> but everybody in the fifties. Anyway, but yeah, going. I mean, that's the thing is like people only cared if you were like, yeah, like you vote like if you were voting for somebody they didn't like, and even then it was only sort of, or if like you were involved in some controversy. I think Zach Greinke was the first dude to be like just so authentically weird and people just be like, oh, "Oh, that's okay. You guys still like him. That's cool. Oh, well, then I can just do that. Like, I don't I don't think we would have like he's he's just awkward and has anxiety. Like, that's literally all it is. But see, I think that it's more than that. Not not no, no, no. I don't mean to I don't mean to I don't mean to undercut. I'm just saying like. He is he's been documented that like well, he has he has anxiety, but I think that yeah the thing is is like even again baseball doesn't exist is a great video once you take the anxiety away it might be the most normal thing about him he's an yeah. obscenely weird dude but the thing is that oh, yeah. how weird he is is cool as fuck dude like that and that's honestly like. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that. That's that's, and I can completely yeah. get behind. So I that think because that like, like players like showing yeah. how weird they are, or like the other interests they're into, like Joey Votto showing up wearing the Mountie uniform and like all this stuff. I don't think that would be as accepted if it wasn't for guys like Zach Granke who would just kind of were. So like yeah all right yeah you, they all think i'm weird and you all kind of think i'm an asshole yeah. anyway so i'm just gonna do it and then people being like actually the fact that you play world of warcraft zach is really cool yeah also by the yeah, way i remember wasn't he on a commercial for that i don't remember if he had a, ever had a commercial also by the I feel way like he did uh, i remember go ahead batted 380 with the dodgers 
what the fuck? Well, you you know that he was he was focusing on you probably I think it was the same video, but he was focusing on he wanted to hit. Yeah. He didn't want to play. He didn't want to pitch yeah. anymore. That was the fucking craziest thing I've ever read or listened to in that like Zach Greinke was so good that he was bored. So he wanted to he's hit. He's like he's like he's like an anime villain. He's like, Ugh, these battles don't even interest me. <laughs> it's like. I've become bored yeah. with you. Like <laughs> no, yeah, he was saying. Uh, it was, I think it was prior to the Dodgers, but it was when he was on the Royals that he asked to be tr- sent back down to Double A so he could be a shortstop again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. funny. All I can think of is that like Zach Greinke would just sit there, and just like, like when after I read that he had said that he didn't think it was fun anymore because he was like too good. All I could think of is just like. And then the pitch of the batter is just like, Nani. Yeah. Like, it's it's so insane. And it's like, again, yeah. So, I mean, I would say, uh, yeah, I would I would definitely agree with yeah, that. He's, dude. he's, I think, the first guy in the generation of like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're playing a game. Sorry, we're having fun. That's what we're here to do. We're having yeah. fun. And I'm oh, dude. And dumb goofball. My God. The amount of times that I've heard people just like, they're getting paid, blah, 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 amount of money to play a game. They need to act professional. And I'm like, it's a game. Yeah, no, they're getting paid to play a game. They should have fun. What the fuck are you talking about? They're getting paid to hit a ball or throw a ball. Like, again, I I think that like, oh, God, I was about to get into, I was about to get into like society and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we live in a society. Yeah, Zach Greg, he's (laughs) actually the Joker. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's true. That's true. He just rubs all the paint on his face in the midst. He's of like, it. "I'm gonna kill somebody because you didn't let me play shortstop." <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think plunking players is funny? Yes, and I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I still haven't seen that movie. Nah, me neither. <laughs> I've just heard all the memes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so what were just to make sure to Trout, reiterate Pujols, what were yours? Harper and Granky. I think my twenty Trout. No, it doesn't say that's my twenty tens hall or Mount Mount Rushmore. Mine is yeah, so I would say mine is Harper, Trout, uh Bumgarner, and Lester. Right on. That's a that's our finally our very long, long, long segment, uh Mount Rushmore. Uh we'll be doing it at the beginning of next month uh and then we're also gonna make bronx cheers for next year is the end of every month um yeah just seemed seemed like it didn't need a weekly update of just yeah. like oh fuck yeah, a I weekly mean, update of like it, my oh, team was... sucks and i fucking hate them uh <laughs> <laughs> they're in first fuck off yeah they're in first and i'm never happy I was going to say when, when oh, you're talking God. about the Yankees doing well and I was like and the comments section is still like 7 out of 7 out of 10 should have been 10 out of 10 you fucking idiots. Oh, that's Yankees culture bottom <laughs> yeah. line, dude. I laughed because uh John Boy had like not called out CC Sabathia but like CC's podcast he was like I had to unfollow a bunch of people because like John Boy and them were just wilding. They were just going crazy. Like it's fucking April. And then John Boy is just like Hey, Cece, we love you, but like, like mm-hmm. he said it on his podcast. He's like, we love you, and like, the thing is, as a player, you had skin in the game, but like, 
as a fan, it's much different. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know that he goes, yeah, CC like about a Raiders game. Like he's going to be like, oh, okay. I see what you mean yeah. now. Like, that's how it is. Like you have skin in the game as far as being an executive and a player. There's it's, it's completely different. And like, unlike our minds. And I like, I kind of agree with that. Some of some of that stuff is just New York Yankees like sensationalism of just people just being so fucking ridiculous yeah. about it. And for me, I'm just like, guys, I understand that the Yankees have won 27 World Series. And I understand that that's like the benchmark is like success. Like if there isn't a ring at the end of the season for a Yankees fan, it's considered a failure. And I, I appreciate that as far as like, success is concerned but like also unless you have an insane team like like the 90s like late 90s yankees Mm -hmm. or even like early 2010s giants like i mean i i love uh yankees from afar because i i like that they are like uh schrodinger's baseball team where it's like they are simultaneously uh the greatest team at any given time if you ask their fans, nobody's better than the Yankees, but also they're never good enough and they really should be doing better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just a, yeah, it's just a consistent yeah, we're like, eight out of ten, uh, but we should be ten out of ten. But we are the best team in the league. There's no doubt. I I think that in general, when pe- yeah, I think that in general, when people are just like. uh, They should be ten out of ten. It's like. Well, yeah, the purpose. Do you think they go to the game yeah. and they're just like, fuck, yeah, you know, like, we got to take one. Yeah, yeah, We're doing too good. <laughs> Actually, that's a Zank Greinke one. You know what? I'm doing too good. Let's make things interesting by just letting yeah. two runs go. The Yankees are the Zach Greinke of no, baseball. No, giving but, the yeah, Yankees they, too much credit. Uh, well, I mean, they already, like, the Zach Greinke won't go to the Yankees, so that's fair. Um, <laughs> all right, I guess time for Piss Missiles of the Week. Coming up on an hour and 40 minutes into this podcast. Rapid fire. Uh, uh, a, for me, AL is Aaron Judge's Grand Slam on Friday night. Uh, shout out to fucking right field. It was it was a banger. It was tight. Yankees were up 5-0. Ended up winning 10-0. Uh, AL, my go. AL is George Springer tonight. Uh, had two home runs today in the third and the seventh. Uh, that was Braves versus uh, Blue Jays. And you know what? I'm just happy somebody else is there to keep the Braves down. You know what? If it can't be us, somebody's somebody's <laughs> got to keep all of us NL Easters in a losing schedule. You know what? So if, if it can be George Springer, it can be George Springer. All right. And NL, uh, for me, Kyle Schwarber, uh, he had a walk-off home run against the Marlins. I believe it was last night. They were down 0-1. It was bottom of the ninth. And he just... I love watching Carl Schwarber hit home runs because I swear to God, he puts the fear of baseball into those fucking balls when he hits them, dude. Just destroys mm-hmm. him. Big fan. I know. Go. Uh, uh, what name is this? April 24th. Phil's and Rockies. Uh, Reese Hoskins had a two home run game. And the reason I'm picking this, not even because I give a shit about this two home run game, I do. I love you, Reese. Uh, but is just the the call from ooh, who was calling that? Was it T Mac or was it John Crook? Was on that night, and they just goes the literally two seconds before he hits the baseball. Reese is back up. Uh, nothing wrong with having two home runs in one game, right? <laughs> you know, we can we can wish. Slam. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, two home runs in one game. I guess we can. <laughs> that was. 
that was the funniest call ever was he immediately was like oh i guess uh, i guess we can do that uh so yeah those are our piss missiles of the week uh you like this podcast hey like and subscribe uh we'd like to thank our sponsor uh pete rose's new book comes out uh in one week can you hear me are you did you die okay (laughs) Oh, okay. There we go. There's probably like a moment where I wasn't being recorded, but it's fine. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I, you didn't say anything. I was just, you, you didn't laugh at my super funny jokes, and I was really, uh, I was really worried that maybe you didn't find me funny anymore. All right, hold um, on. So, so, so earlier when it happens and there's that pause, and I'm like tapping on the microphone, just input this. <laughs> there you go. No, nah, I'm you. good. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> anything else before we go? Uh, I guess, uh, what would Junior do? So let's say somebody is uh, making a, uh, some would say a Mount Rushmore of players from the 1990s. Uh, and for some reason, they haven't included Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, what would Junior do? I think... I don't know, man. I think that Junior would probably drive to their house and make sure that they do that. <laughs> he would, in fact, he would not tell the team managers, and he would get in his car and drive twenty <laughs> hours straight to this person's house, and then say, "Hey, are you okay? Do you need me?" <laughs> I think he would check say, on him. He would say, "Hey, do, are you? Do you have a concussion? Do you say, need your head Hi, checked?" It's Ken Griffey Junior, and I'm here to be added to your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr., and you're fucking wrong. <laughs> oh, man. When All we right. inevitably do, like, Mount Rushmore of the 90s, like... Oh, Ken Griffey Jr. gets all four spots. Oh, man. When we when we inevitably do Mount Rushmore of the 90s, I'll call Ken Griffey Jr. and make sure he tells us that he takes all four oh, spots. I was just going to say all four. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know, I want to do Ken Griffey Jr.'s top four of the nineties are. Oh dude. I he would he wouldn't pick the Yankees. He he would I I feel like he wouldn't pick the Yankees. He'd probably just be like, you know, everybody was just so good. I don't really know what to say. He'd be like, you know, probably I mean maybe me, you know, maybe Mark, you know, maybe Sammy. Sammy was okay. You know, maybe Cal Ripken, of course, you know. You, he yeah. would pick Barry Bonds. Him and Barry Bonds are buddies. Yeah, but Barry wasn't Barry didn't have like Barry had the back to back to back MVPs in like ninety nine to two thousand three years. Yeah, something. but he had the MVP season with the Pirates, right? Yeah, uh, but that was the eighties. No, that, that was that was ninety one. Are you sure? Maybe I'm wrong. I might be Let wrong actually. Let me see. You know what? It's unimportant. Fuck Barry Bonds anyway. Uh thank you everybody for listening. And uh have a good night. Call me Junior. 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 Call